0: going to read from Ephesians chapter 2. I know normally we turn to 1 Peter, but um, we're going to park that tonight. Because and I'll explain the reason in a wee moment or two. But uh, Ephesians chapter 2, for tonight's reading, beginning at verse 8. Ephesians 2 and verse 8. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Wherefore remember that ye, being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called on circumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. want us to think tonight about the hymn writer Augustus Toplady. Augustus Toplady. He has a very appropriate name. Think about his Christian name and his surname. Augustus So it's a wee bit like August, and we're in the month of August at the moment. And it's very interesting when you study the life of Augustus Toplady, the important spiritual events that happened to him in the month of August. So I thought tonight it would be appropriate for us to think about these events. He was born again in the month of August, the great hymn writer. Came to know Christ, he was saved in the month of August. He was saved at 16 years of age, only 16 years old, still a child. And the Lord who saved a 16-year-old in the 1700s is able to save children today. And that should be an encouragement to us as we're about to launch out into the Holiday Bible Club for another year. 16 years old when he came to know Christ. His father had been a soldier in the army, but tragically was killed six months before Top Lady was born. So while little Augustus was still in his mother's womb, his father was killed in battle. So his mother had the responsibility of bringing him up, and she was a woman who knew Christ herself. And um, she made a conscious effort to raise young Augustus in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. And her influence upon his life had a major effect upon the young lad. Thank God tonight for mothers who seek to point their children in the right direction. Thank God tonight for fathers, by the same token, who seek to point their children in the right direction. So, the point I'm trying to make, folks, is that Augustus, Augustus Toplady was reared in a single parent home. And boy, there's a lot of them around today, isn't there? A lot of we children today, and in the home from day to day, it's just one parent. And the tragedy of it is very often, I know that sometimes it's, it's because of a tragedy, and mummy or daddy has died. But more often than, than not, it's because mummy and daddy have not died, but they've separated. And the little ones are pulled in two directions. It's like a tug of war. And daddy has them for so many days in the week, and mummy has them for so many days in the week. And it's sad. That's not the way the Lord intended it to be. Nevertheless, the grace of God can reach into those situations. The grace of God can save a mother or a father and they can influence their child for Christ and so let's pray tonight even for single parent homes pray the grace of God will flow into those homes, broken homes remember we talked on Sunday morning about the broken seashells the wee broken shells that you find along the shore, there's a lot of them around today and we need to pray for them so augustus' top lady was reared by his mother, and she did a fine job and that 's why I say that his name is very appropriate appropriate think about it top lady his mother was a top lady his mother was a lady who loved the Lord his mother was a lady who prayed for him his mother was a lady who led him to christ she did all she could to, to see that her son, that her boy, came to know the Saviour. Yes, she was a top lady. Well, how, how did Augustus top lady become a Christian? Uh, what were the circumstances in this conversion? Well, his mother was from Wexford in the south of Ireland. Now, top lady and his mother, they lived in England, but she was... She was born in Wexford, in County Wexford, in um, the Republic of Ireland. So, when he was 16 years of age, mummy and uh, son went back to Wexford for a holiday. And while they were there, there was a mission being conducted in a barn not far from them. In a barn now, not in the great cathedral. In a barn. And young Augustus, he was sort of uh, curious. That the novelty of this preaching in a barn. He was taken by it. And so he decided he was going to go along. And he did go along. And the night he uh, went along, he describes for us in his own words. And he speaks of the man who was preaching. Under that sermon, he says, I was, I trust, brought nigh by the blood of Christ. Strange that I, who had so long sat under the means of grace in England, that I should be brought nigh by the blood of Christ in an obscure part of Ireland. Amidst a handful of God's people met together in a barn, And under the ministry of one who could hardly spell his own name. I shall remember that day to all eternity. The text that the preacher spoke from that night was Ephesians 2.13. We've read it tonight. Ephesians 2.13. Ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. You see, young Augustus realized that night that he was far off from the Lord. He was separated from the Lord by his sin. He realized that he was a bit like Mephibosheth in the Old Testament. You remember the story of David and Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth, the lame boy... He was far away from the palace in Jerusalem. And David says, is there any of the family of Saul that I may show kindness to them? For, for Jonathan's sake. Oh, it wasn't for Saul's sake that David wanted to show kindness. it is for Jonathan's sake. And then, of course, David uh, discovered that there's this little lad, young lad, who... Was dropped when he was a child, and he's been a cripple ever since, and he's far away. And he sends his servant to bring Mephibosheth to the palace in Jerusalem, puts him at the king's table. And when he's at the king's table, his disfigurement and his disability cannot be seen. He's at the king's table, he's brought near. That's what happened to Augustus Toplady in the barn that night in County Wexford. He was brought nigh by the blood of Christ. It's a bit like the prodigal son. Remember the prodigal son, it says in Luke 15 that he um, went to the far country. Far country, wasted a substance with riotous living. He lived it up with prostitutes, no doubt. He, he drunk and he took drugs, uh, if there were drugs around them. And he just, I suppose he just went into every sinful lifestyle that was possible in the far country. But then he came to himself and he came home. And that's what happened to Augustus Toplady in the barn. He was the prodigal son who came home. He was brought nigh. To God by the blood of Christ. See that's how it happens folks. The blood. Makes the difference. You cannot have salvation. Without the blood of Christ. It Doesn't happen it's an impossibility. The blood of Jesus Christ. Is the only way. That we can be redeemed from our sins. And that's why we make much of the blood. In this church. And May it ever. Be like that. It was back in November 1983 that the awful massacre took place in Darkley. Do you remember the little church, Mountain Lodge Pentecostal Church, in Darkley in South Armagh? INLA gunmen burst in and shot three of the worshippers and wounded seven others. Do you know the hymn they were singing whenever the gunmen burst in that night? Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? You can actually hear a recording online of the service and the congregation singing that hymn. And then the next sound is the gunfire. The blood. You couldn't sing a better hymn. Because it's only through the blood of the lamb that anyone can be saved. Of course, the devil hates the blood and um, he knows that it's the only way for fallen man, for Adam's ruined race to be brought nigh to God and that's why he hates it. We are brought nigh like Augustus Topolidi, by the blood of Christ. We're brought near to God. It's a bit like the 12 tribes around the tabernacle, you remember, in the Old Testament. The Lord said, now, you put the tabernacle in the center of the camp. And uh, the 12 tribes, they're to be um, located around the tabernacle. Four on the north, four, three in the north, three in the south, three in the east, three in the west. The 12 tribes near to the tabernacle, near to God. Near to the the most holy place where the blood has been sprinkled. The people of Israel were were nigh to God through the blood. And uh, that's the way it was for Augustus Toplady that night in the south of Ireland in the barn. He was brought nigh. He was brought near to God through the blood of the Lamb. So that's his conversion. It was in the year uh, 1756 that he came to know Christ. He went to Trinity College in Dublin to study, to gain his degree. So, you know, let's not think that he was uh, some kind of country bumpkin who, who didn't know very much and who was naive and simple. No, this was an educated man who... Uh, wrote the great hymns that we love. After uh, finishing his education uh, at Trinity College, he became an Anglican minister for 10 years. One of his positions was in the picturesque village of Broad in Devon, the lovely uh, county of Devon in the south of England. He spent ten, uh, spent a number of years in the village of Broad Hembury. There's an inscription that you can actually still see today at the church in the village to Toplady. This is what it says. In grateful memory of Augustus Montagu Toplady, vicar of this parish from 1768 to 1778, and author of the immortal hymn, Rock of Ages Cleft for Me, Let Me Hide Myself in Thee. Let the water and the blood from thy riven side which flowed be of sin the double cure. Cleanse me from its guilt and power. To whose personal piety, brilliant gifts, sanctified learning and uncompromising advocacy of the gospel of the sovereign grace of God, his writings bear abundant testimony. This tablet is erected in the year A.D. 1898, being 120 years after he entered into the joy of his Lord on the 11th of August, today's date. 1778, in the 38th year of his age. And then there's the verse at the bottom of the the inscription, Ephesians 2, verse 8, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So there's the first major spiritual event in Augustus Toplady's life and it took place in the month of August. So he was born again in August but then he was called home in August as well. He entered into the joy of his Lord in the month of August and to be precise as we've already mentioned and as it says on the inscription the 11th of August today's date. That's why folks were thinking about Augustus Toplady tonight, because on this day he went to be with the Lord. He was only 37 when he passed away, but my, what a blessing he had been to his fellow countrymen in a short lifespan. You see, it's not the years in your life that counts, it's the Life in your years. He contracted tuberculosis. Back then it was called consumption. And that's exactly what it did. It consumed your body. It was a, a disease of the lungs. And your body just wasted away. And he suffered much from the disease. But two years before he died. While suffering from Uh, TB, he wrote the most famous hymn of all that he's known for, Rock of Ages, Cleft, For Me. On his deathbed, he asked that Romans chapter 8 be read to him. The wonderful 8th chapter of the book of Romans. And these are the words that were read as top lady lay dying. I want us to turn to 364, because that's one of Toplady's other hymns, 364. He actually wrote verse 3 and 5. Philip Doddridge wrote the other verses, but uh, let's sing verses 3 and 5. Grace taught my wandering feet to tread the heavenly road, and new supplies each hour I meet while pressing on to God. And then verse 5, O let thy grace inspire my soul with strength divine. May all my powers to thee aspire, and all my days be thine. Then the lovely chorus, Saved by grace alone, this is all my plea. Jesus died for all mankind, and Jesus died for me. So the third and the last verses of 364, and uh, will we stand just to change our position? Stretch our legs. 364, please.